Life has a way of throwing unforeseen events and new opportunities our way. At Glover Ondorf and Flanagan Wealth Management, they are dedicated to putting your interests first with a truly personalized approach. They are there to bring confidence to your investment planning choices. Whether you need income production for retirement, 401k guidance, long-term investments, or other financial planning needs, they'll focus on the establishment of a plan tailored to your life's priorities. For more information, call Bill Orndorff, partner with Glover Orndorff and Flanagan Wealth Management today at 321-344-1202, 321-344-1202. Investment products and services are offered through Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network, LLC. Member SIPC, Glover, Orndorff & Flanagan, LLC is a separate entity from Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network. Sicario's Gun Shop, buy, sell, or trade firearms, purchase Class 3 NFA items, custom builds, gunsmithing and cleaning, Liberty Gun Safes. Sicario's Gun Shop fully supports our military and law enforcement. Visit online at sicariosgunshop.com or in person at 5325 North Wickham Road, Suite 105 in Melbourne, Florida. Sicario's, where you come first for your second. man he said it twice let's go we are locked and loaded on the shooting straight radio podcast this is the program all about firearms the second amendment and all things pertaining thereto. and i am royce your host and professor emeritus of second amendment studies and a veritable super spreader of constitutional propriety don't forget, you can catch this program at shootingstraightradio.buzzsprout.com or at shootingstraightradio.com, either one of those. If you'd like to help sponsor the program for as little as $3 a month, you can do that at shootingstraightradio.buzzsprout.com. And uh, I will certainly thank you in advance. Have a Defensive Pistol Fundamentals class this coming Saturday, October 7th, from 8 a.m. to noon. If you'd like to sign up for that, the link should be on the uh, the episode page. If it's not, shoot me an email at royce at shootingstraightradio.com. And when you sign up, don't forget to use the uh, discount code LIBERTY for $25 off. And I hope to see you out there. 
Now, many of you know that the comment period is open. Also, oh, graciously, uh, the Department of Justice and the the, uh, the ATF have allowed us peons to offer commentary on whether or not what we think about their proposed definition change. And this is kind of weird that we have people in high places who actually think they have power over the English language and to use that power to basically twist law into new law and then use that to levy it against those they wish to disarm, which is you and I, we conservatives. Those of us that love and appreciate, uphold and defend the Constitution, we are their enemies. That is not hyperbole, people. That's not hyperbole at all. If they could get away with it tomorrow, they would line us all up outside of our homes and drive down the street with machine guns and kill every one of us. You think I'm kidding. You think this is hyperbole. They would do it in a heartbeat. Don't you think for a second otherwise. I had to avail myself of the comment section, and I realized I'd probably put another large target on my back, but these were my comments. The ATF is not a lawful legislative branch of the government and has zero right or authority to change definitions or laws, and all such criminal actions that violate the supreme law are automatically null and void at the will of the people. The ATF has a long history of criminal violence and has proven itself to be a more of a criminal organization than a law enforcement agency, with an abundance of murder, entrapment, gun trafficking, evidence manufacturing, perjury, and utter disregard and willful disregard for the supreme law of the land, and has faced no reckoning or accountability, therefore. The ATF, throughout it, the entirety of its bloody history— has exhibited nothing but contempt for federal laws, the Constitution, and the American people. The ATF is not morally or lawfully qualified to be a federal law enforcement agency, much less a legislative body. And we the people are not required by any sense of morality, decency, or propriety to obey any illegal edicts from criminal organizations." We know the ATF has been illegally establishing a national gun registry in direct violation of federal law, and that is being done with the full intention of treasonously attempting to completely disarm the American people, which is an act of war against us. The ATF has proven repeatedly that its agents are more than willing to happily do the bidding of other elected and appointed criminals in high places who are actively waging treasonous warfare against the American people from the sanctity of their elected offices. With that in mind, regardless of any change of definition of what a gun dealer is, we will continue to do what we the people have done for over 240 years, and we will sell or trade our guns to each other whenever we want and without government permission. We are weary of attempting to reason with such criminals in high places and their thuggish enforcers, so suffice it to say you may change all the definitions you like and twist all the words and laws to say whatever you want, but we the people are not obliged to comply with any laws, edicts, or executive orders that are repugnant to the supreme law. And we reserve the God-given right to resist any and all attempted enforcement of such unconstitutional laws with whatever force we deem necessary. Govern yourselves accordingly. 
Yes, that is what I left on the comment section there uh, at the whatever it was .gov thing. And yeah, I probably ticked off a few more people. I really don't care because I tell you what, people, I see what's coming. I can almost smell what's coming. I have many friends who are saying, you know, something's evil in the works here in this country, and it's like we're being taken down from within. Well, we are. That's exactly what's happening. People in our own government are destroying this country purposely. This is not just through stupid decision-making, even though they do make stupid decisions. This is purposeful, people. They are in collusion with our enemies in China and, yes, other other nations like Iran. Uh, I don't know if you heard, they recently busted a very high-level Iranian spy ring within our own government. Isn't that comforting? Hmm. You think they didn't know about them? You think they were flying under the radar? No, they weren't. They were working in collusion with people within our NSA, within our CIA, and other people within our government. Prove me wrong. Yes, I think they were working with FBI agents too. I'm telling you people, there's some evil afoot in this country, and the faster they can disarm us, the faster they can kill us off. Don't you doubt me on this. This is not, again, I hate keep keep using the word hyperbole. That is not what this is. This is exactly what they're doing. It's obvious that the ATF, the DOJ, the FBI, and the DHS have all been weaponized against the Second Amendment, against the gun industry, against lawful gun owners. Um, but they're, they're pulling out all the stops now. They're trying to weaponize everything they can against the gun industry. They're trying to dry it up financially. They're trying to um, pass laws that say that the gun industry can be sued after all, in spite of the PLCAA, the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. They're trying to, that's what they're trying to do dry it up financially, and then they can close it down. That's why I'm telling you people. Learning how to build your own AR-15 is never has never been more important than it is right now. You need to build yourself one, and you need to learn how to do it, and uh, you also may have to do it very soon. Buy the parts. More than that, go ahead and make sure you do have at least one good semi-automatic rifle per person in your household. Uh, that is, per person who is able to use one. Uh, make sure you've got at least a thousand rounds per rifle on hand, at least a thousand rounds per pistol on hand. If you have a shotgun, have at least 500 rounds. Load up on canned goods, load up on trauma supplies. Also, I, I don't think you understand the lateness of the hour in this country. These filthy godless communists are treasonously levying war against we, the people, and it's time to let them know that we're ready for anything they want to throw at us. Buy those things now. Guns, ammo, canned goods, trauma supplies. Do it now. Don't wait any longer. You can buy trauma kits. You can buy trauma supplies. You can buy it online. Uh, what is it? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the uh, North American Rescue and uh, also Chinook Supplies, I think. They all sell good trauma supplies. Get tourniquets, hemostatic agents, uh, chest seals, and other things like that. We may need them soon. I hope I feel like an idiot later and go, gee, I guess I was way off on that. But that's not what I'm smelling coming down the pike, people. So now the government is also trying to use, uh, trying to get financial companies to basically um, 
uh, shut off financial services to people in the gun industry. And this has been going on for some time, by the way, and I'm going to give you an anecdotal example of that in a few minutes as we go through this. But this is a story by Titer O'Neill from September 26th, and the title is, Why Are Gun Companies Losing Payroll Services? And apparently, Senator Ted Cruz uh, went on a mission to find out why, and he found the underlying culprits here. And this is the article. J.P. Morgan Chase admitted to pressuring the financial software company into it into preventing gun sellers from using the company's payment processing services, according to a letter Senator Ted Cruz sent Monday after looking into the policy. Bank of America, meanwhile, denied pressuring into it into banning gun manufacturers from using its famous QuickBooks software. Uh, Bank of America is a pack of bold-faced liars. They've been doing this against the gun industry for some time. Senator Ted Cruz told the Daily Signal in an email statement Monday, he said, Woke big banks are increasingly weaponizing their power to cut off law-abiding businesses from accessing banking services. The American people and small businesses must be protected from this discriminatory overreach. We cannot allow giant corporations to get away with punishing customers who do not fall in line with the left's political whims and leanings. Well, apparently, J.P. Morgan Chase, they disputed what uh, Cruz said. They disputed his characterization of the events. And uh, it says, the, the article continues, into it, the financial software company best known for producing QuickBooks had adopted an acceptable use policy previously listing guns and firearms manufacturing as one of the business types prohibited from using payroll services. Intuit also listed firearms and weapons sales as a business type prohibited from using payment processing services. Intuit removed its prohibitions on payroll and payment processing for gun manufacturers and firearm sellers on August 1st, following Senator Cruz's investigation of the company. The Texas Republican thanked Intuit, or in, uh, is it Intuit? Yeah, I think it's Intuit, in his letter Monday. Cruz learned about the issue after Intuit withdrew its services from Dawson Precision, a Texas company that manufactures firearms parts. Intuit gave Dawson Precision no warning and simply refused to process payroll. Intuit later notified Dawson Precision that the software company had canceled the manufacturer's account because Intuit's acceptable use policy excluded firearms manufacturers. When Dawson Precision explained that it manufactures only parts for firearms, not firearms themselves, Intuit directed the company to lodge a complaint with a third party that had flagged it. The third party did not respond to Dawson Precision's attempt to appeal the decision. Intuit also stopped processing credit card payments for the Arizona company Gunsight Academy, citing Intuit's ban on companies that engage in gun sales that are not face-to-face. After Gunsight Academy explained that it legally shipped firearms to local dealers rather than directly to customers, Intuit still refused to reverse the decision. When Cruz's staff approached Intuit about its firearms policy, the company said its banking partners, J.P. Morgan Chase and Bank of America, had demanded these policies. 
Hmm, do tell. Specifically, Intuit said Bank of America required it to prohibit gun manufacturers from using QuickBooks, and J.P. Morgan required Intuit to prohibit gun sellers from doing so. J.P. Morgan admitted its role in the policy, according to Cruz, but Bank of America denied that it ever gave Intuit any instructions about firearms companies. Bull fertilizer. Patricia Wexler, corporate communications officer at J.P. Morgan, confirmed to the Daily Signal and that J.P. Morgan Chase had, quote-unquote, advised Intuit not to offer payment processing services to firearms retailers. She said third-party payments, quote, present unique and long-recognized regulatory risks and insisted that the retailers can work directly with Chase instead. Bull fertilizer. That is not true. You want me to give you an anecdotal reference? Me, Royce. Yes, when I was an FFL from 2010 to 2015, I had two accounts with Chase, um, and they told me flat out they would not provide financial or payment services for my company. They told me that flat out. When I approached them, I said, I am starting a firearms retail business, and I'm going to need payroll services. I'm also going to need credit card payment services. And they said flat out, nope, we don't provide that. So this Mix Wexler is a liar. Uh, I know it's shocking that you would catch a leftist in a lie. Well, Wexler also told the Daily Signal, and this is the article from the Daily Signal that I'm reading, We process payments for firearms purchases for our tens of millions of customers and our thousands of firearms retailer clients. Bullcrap, lady. No, you don't. You may let people who have a Chase account use their Chase card to purchase a firearm. That's entirely different. But you will not not let firearms retailers use your payment processing services to run those cards. Nice dodge, lady. Nice dodge, and you're full of crap. She said, there are a small set of payments through third parties like Intuit that present unique and long-recognized regulatory risks that have to be handled differently. Bull crap. What are you talking about, regulatory risks? That for this small group of firearms retailers, they can work directly with Chase instead of going through a third party to have payments processed. Again, I say you're full of crap, lady. You're full of crap. You denied me, my company, financial services. You denied me credit card processing services for my customers. Don't you tell another lie. This doesn't mark J.P. Morgan's first foray into allegedly cracking down on bank accounts associated with conservative causes. Here we go, people. Listen up. In May 2022, Chase Bank, a division of J.P. Morgan Chase, closed an account for the National Committee for Religious Freedom, an organization founded by Sam Brownback, a former Kansas governor and President Donald Trump's ambassador-at-large for international religious freedom. Brownback, along with conservative organizations, suggested that Chase closed the account for religious or political reasons, which, of course, Chase denied. The bank said it closed the account because it needed more information about donors and recipients that the nonprofit provided. I don't believe you. Chase also closed accounts associated with the Arkansas Family Council and Defense of Liberty. That was back in 2021. 
The threat that conservatives may face blacklisting from banking services extends beyond J.P. Morgan Chase. Far-left groups such as Southern Poverty Law Center have pressured donor-advised funds to cut off charitable donations to conservative organizations that the SPLC brands as hate groups. Oh, by the way, one of those hate groups recently uh, branded as such by the SPLC is Moms for Liberty. Yes, Moms for Liberty, who were trying to stand up against the perversion and smut going into school libraries, in elementary school libraries especially. Yes, but they're branded as a hate group. Well, I tell you what, if branding me as a hate group means I hate leftists and I hate socialists and I hate socialism, I hate communism, I hate perversion, I hate pedophiles, I hate everything that goes against God, country, and family. Yes, then you brand me as a hate group because I hate your stinking guts. I hate what you stand for. I hate everything about you. You don't belong in this country. It's amazing how many of you people that live in this country, you hate this country, and, let, and yet you stay in this country. Go ahead and go anytime you want. Go live in one of the socialist hellholes that you claimed you want to model America after. So in his letter, Cruz wrote that Intuit did the right thing regarding its payroll and payment services. That is when they reversed their decision. And uh, the senator's letter concluded, he said, I encourage other companies to follow your company's lead and take note that banning customers from using their products due to political differences is not good business. Well, it's amazing that J.P. Morgan Chase would do such a thing. You would think the, the the way that they're viewing firearms and the people who make them and the people who sell them and the people who buy them, making us out to be some sort of criminal element, you would think that they would not have had anything to do with pedophiles or with pedophile rings or with child traffickers, but yet... They most certainly did. And I'm going to tell you more about that when we come back after this brief commercial timeout. Don't go anywhere. The listener retention squads are all on standby in Indiana and in Tennessee, and especially with Captain Rob down here in Florida. So don't go anywhere. Be right back with more Shooting Straight. As many of you know, I, your host, am a firearms instructor, and I run all of my firearms training business through shootingclasses.com because it simply doesn't make sense to try to do it all myself. With automated roster creation when students sign up, payment processing and automated emailing to your students reminding them of the class date and time, it simply doesn't make sense to try to do all of that by yourself. Get signed up with shootingclasses.com today and take a big load off yourself. Shootingclasses.com Counter-Strike Tactical is the best little gun store in Melbourne and proud sponsors of the Shooting Straight Radio Podcast. Come see us at 1008 Strawbridge Avenue and see the custom AR platform built by Anthony Vallejo, owner and combat veteran, plus a fine selection of AK-47s and other tactical rifles, also handguns, ammo, accessories, and more. So stop in at 1008 Strawbridge Avenue and visit the best little gun store in Melbourne, Florida, or call 321-499-4949 and tell Anthony that Roy sent you. WJS Guns in North Merritt Island is where you need to go for your firearms, ammunition, accessories, holsters, body armor, fishing tackle, and much more. 
WJS Guns also offers blue label pricing for law enforcement officers on multiple firearms brands. And above all, WJS Guns offers friendly, exceptional service to everyone, especially to us ladies and first-time gun buyers. For more information, check them out at WJSGuns.com and always tell them Roy sent you. Welcome back to the program. Huge thank yous to the sponsors of the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. I couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you so much from the depths of my heart. I really appreciate you. I, I, again, I don't say that enough, or uh, I wish I could say it in such a way that it really drove home how much thanks I have in my heart to you. But I think the words escape me. Before the break, we were talking about J.P. Morgan Chase, how they had pressured into it. And also Bank of America had pressured into it to sever banking services, financial services, and payroll services to gun manufacturers, gun retailers, and also uh, to uh, basically the gun industry as a whole. Uh, Bank of America denied it. No, we didn't do that. And they're full of crap. They did. J.P. Morgan Chase said, yo, we did, but that's because there were some uh Long-standing, what do they call them, regulatory issues from third party and yeah, yeah, bull crap, bull crap. And I, I already told you they refused me when I was an FFL. They refused me payroll services. They refused me uh, financial services and credit card processing. And so they can lie all they want. That goes back as far as 2010. Okay. So they can't lie. Now, you would think somebody who is also holy and righteous that they would stand against firearms because they're against killing. Uh, you would think that they wouldn't be, you know, direct, you know, directly or indirectly connected to child trafficking, sex trafficking. You would think so. But here's an article from September. Matter of fact, the same day of the article I just read you, an article by Elaine Malon, M A L L O N. J.P. Morgan will pay $75 million to settle lawsuit with U.S. Virgin Islands in connection to Jeffrey Epstein. J.P. Morgan will pay $75 million to settle a lawsuit in which the U.S. Virgin Islands alleges that the bank benefited from client Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking of young women. CNBC reported that a 10 million, I'm sorry, CNBC reported that 10 million of that will be used to create a fund to provide mental health services for Epstein's victims. The settlement comes just months after the banking giant settled with Epstein's alleged victims for $290 million. Are you catching this now? Virgin Islands Attorney General Ariel Smith said the agreement settles what is the first enforcement action against the bank for aiding and profiting from human trafficking. Uh, Smith said in a statement, as part of the settlement, J.P. Morgan has agreed to implement and maintain meaningful anti-trafficking measures which will help prevent human trafficking in the future. The settlement is a historic victory for survivors and for state enforcement, and it should sound the alarm on Wall Street about banks' responsibilities under the law to detect and prevent human trafficking. The Virgin Islands asserted that J.P. Morgan deliberately turned a blind eye to numerous warning signs indicating Epstein's involvement in trafficking women to his private island within the territory. 
This alleged inaction was driven by the bank's desire to maintain Epstein's businesses as well as that of his affluent and influential associates. Uh, What did our Lord say so many years ago? The love of money is the root of all evil. You know what the you know what the the root uh, the, the root evil of slavery was money. The root evil of trafficking money. It all comes down to money. And the more money you have, the more you can get away with in this particular day and age. That's what's been happening for a long time. And when a, a bank like Chase settles for two hundred nine almost almost three hundred million dollars. Uh, you don't settle like that unless there's some sort of you know malfeasance afoot here, okay? These warning signals included Epstein's 2008 guilty plea in a Florida to I'm sorry in Florida to a state level charge of soliciting sex from an underage girl, a conviction that resulted in a 13 month incarceration. In late August, an attorney representing J.P. Morgan informed Judge. Uh, Jed Rakoff that following Epstein's death, the bank had reported to the Treasury Department that it had, in hindsight, identified more than $1 billion in transactions associated with human trafficking dating back 16 years. J.P. Morgan said in a statement, while the settlement does not involve admissions of liability, of course it doesn't. Yes, you pay the extra money just so you wouldn't have to admit culpability. Mm-hmm. Uh, the firm deeply regrets any associations with this man. Yeah, now that he's dead, now that he can't bring you clients, now that he can't get you to rub elbows with some of the rich and famous people he rubbed elbows with and sold girls to. Mm-hmm. And would have never conduct, uh, continued doing business with him if it believed he was using the bank in any way to commit his heinous crimes. Really? You, wait a minute. So, as long as you knew he wasn't using your payment services, it would have been okay? If you listen deep enough and close enough, they say things and admit things that they really don't mean to. The article continues, the bank also reached a settlement with Jess Staley, a former executive of the bank who had actually vacationed in several of Epstein's private residences. Oh, my. So there you have it. J.P. Morgan Chase, they have no problem pressuring financial services companies like Intuit and QuickBooks to cut off payroll services credit card processing services, and everything else that they might need to run a business because the the lawful firearms industry is somehow responsible for, what, murder, you think? Which is not true. But it's their virtue signaling that, oh, these firearms, they're socially anathema, and, um, well, we're just going to have to uh, keep y'all from using our services, which they did. So they turn a blind eye to sex trafficking of underage girls, but they reach out through their affiliates to financially harm the gun industry. People, let me just close by saying this. These people in high places who are attempting to disarm us, 
the president, the fraudulent president, many elected officials in Congress, many people throughout the federal government in the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, the ATF, the DOJ, the DHS, are actively waging treasonous warfare against the American people, trying to disarm us. Now, you letting this sink in, and these people are evil as hell and the devil himself, and their associates and their minions will gladly go along with their plans and win, and if they think they can get away with it, they will think nothing about herding all of us into camps doing unspeakable things to us and our children and justifying their actions the whole time by saying it's our fault because we're a bunch of haters and we deserve the torture and the genocide they're inflicting upon us because we're conservatives. You think I'm you think I'm making this up. You think I'm overblowing it. You think I'm stretching it into a, a giant nothing burger. People, look at history. Look at every country that has fallen to communists. The communists always infiltrate the government. They always tear things down from within, just like is happening right now under his fraudulency, so-called President Biden, Mr. Drooler. This is going on right now. You understand that? This is why they want us. This is why they need us unarmed. Because we are, I know I've said it before, I will drive this home to you, my fellow keepers and bearers. We are the last thing. We are the last line of defense for this country. We are the only thing keeping them from running over us right now with tanks and armored vehicles and mowing us down in the street and running us over with armored vehicles in the street or running us over with tanks and shooting us down like dogs. We are the only people keeping that at bay because we are the intended victim and we are armed and they know we are armed heavily and we are armed with those evil weapons of war, those evil AR-15s and AK-47s and Galils and FNs and everything else. They know we've got them and they don't want to go up against a bunch of pissed off Americans and they know they will. So they're trying to take the industry down from within. They're trying to take away the financial services. They're trying to do all they can to change the definition of what a dealer is. This is all treasonous warfare, people. Think about this. Does this country view Ukraine as an ally? Well, unfortunately, yes. And what have we done with that ally? We've given them guns. How does this country treat its enemies by trying to disarm them? That should tell you all you need to know about how your government views you and I and every other constitutionalist out there. This is how they view us. If you think cutting off banking and financial services will be as far as they go, I got news for you. As soon as they figure out how to, with, how to withhold fuel and food and electricity from gun owners and retailers and manufacturers, they'll do that too. This is not the last, the last salvo from them. I got news for you. This is not their lad, their end game. I, listen, they've got plans that we don't even know about yet. I assure you that. That's why I'm saying get armed if you're not. If you are armed, buy more ammo. 
Matter of fact, buy a few more guns just for your neighbors who are reticent to buy one right now. They, you might have to arm them too. Buy as much ammo as you can afford. Buy canned goods. Buy dry goods, rice, pasta. Buy trauma supplies and start stocking up, people. Again, I hate overusing the word. This is not hyperbole. They are coming. And we are the only thing that can and will stop them. That is their intended victim. Just like street thugs, the only thing that shuts them down is, down is when their intended victim shuts them down with a good, a well-placed shot, usually to the forehead or a, a, about three or four to center mass. That's the, that is the best remedy for violent criminals and violent thugs. And unfortunately, that may be the remedy we have to apply to agents of our own government soon. I hope I'm so wrong. I really do. It's the last thing I want. But everything points to it, so you'd better get ready. I'm ready, and I'm getting more ready. You get ready, too. And I'll catch you on the next episode of the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. Until then, keep your powder dry. Stay in contact with your reps. Keep a firearm on your person when you're outside your home. And never forget, incoming rounds always have the right of way. Royce out. Second Amendment University, class dismissed.